be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed, metamorphosed, changed, change in nature, change in form, a form that you Romans chapter 12, I read from verse 1. It says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say through the grace unto me, given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God had dealt to every man the measure of faith. Hallelujah. So our measure of faith is part of how we're thinking. Praise God. We should think according to our measure of faith, that which we believe, amen, up to the point that we believe. The beginning of being spiritual is to receive Christ, amen? We all know that if you're not in Christ, you are not spiritual from God's perspective. You've got to be born again, hallelujah. You are you are practically just in the flesh if you're not born again. To come into the realm of God, which is the realm where God wants man to be, is not possible without Christ. No man can come to God without Christ. The true God. The true God. All right. And so in starting we, to renew our minds, we need to know who we are. Who am I? Man needs to understand that man was created by God for God's purpose. A man and God ought to be a team. That's what it was from the beginning when God created man. It was God that created man. Man is not just a happenstance. Man is not, didn't happen by chance. Actually, there is no such thing as chance. When you see the word chance in the Bible anywhere, it actually is up, was a mistranslation. It ought to be opportunity. And the opportunity is created by God. Genesis 1.26. And God said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. And so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. Praise the Lord. Okay. And so God did two things. He made man in his own image. That is the outer casing, just like, you know, the statue. If you see God, God has one head, two hands sitting on a throne, like man. Praise God. He made man after his own image. Amen? 
And after his likeness means his way of operating, his morality. Praise the Lord. And so man was made to rule like God, to have dominion. Praise the Lord Jesus. Now, but man fell through the trickery of the devil. Lucifer, the devil, tricked man into selling off his bad right. And so man fell. Praise the Lord Jesus. Man then fell, and after the fall of man, man, because man sinned, man was cut off from God. Because God and sin can dwell together. And then man began to give birth after his own kind. Man began to give birth after his fallen kind. Not in the likeness of God, but after his own image and likeness, which is the image and the likeness of a fallen man. The glory had departed. The presence of God that was upon man had gone. And so continually, the Bible says that man's ways became wicked, more wicked. Man began to do wicked things upon the earth. All right? And so God, after a while, got tired and decided he wanted to get rid of what he had created, but among men was a righteous family, the, right, the family of Noah. And God brought Noah and his family into the ark and saved them and destroyed every other living thing. With him and all the animals that he brought in, into the ark, you know, after that he destroyed every other thing. Praise the Lord. Okay. Now, but man has gone through all of that until it came to Jesus. Because God's plan was to redeem man. God's plan was to redeem man. Bring man back to him legally. And so he had to bring Jesus to pay the price to be able to bring man back. Now he did that, so I'm going to just, because I'm going to come to the fact of who we are right now. Amen? And so... Jesus paid the price to redeem man back. And the Lord Jesus began to talk to somebody in the book of John, Nicodemus, a Jew. The Jewish people had a covenant with God through Abraham that God was able through that covenant to bring Jesus into the world legally by faith. Amen? By the faith of one man. Jesus came into the world. Hallelujah. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. A lot of people are religious. They come to, they go to churches. Uh, some say that they, are, that they are Christian because when you ask, are you a pagan, Christian, Muslim, they say, I'm a Christian. Um, maybe they go to church twice a year. I'm a Christian. Praise the Lord. 
But Jesus is not talking about church attendance now. Christians go to church, but not everybody who goes to church is a Christian. Is born again. Let me leave the word Christian. Born again. Praise the Lord. This word is not mine. Jesus introduced it. And for good reason. So let's go on. And Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. The first was you couldn't see it. Now he says you can't enter it. That which is born of flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. God is saying that all the old nature and the ways that people were born like is not enough. You can't see the kingdom of God like that. You can't enter it like that. And so some other people say we were born um, uh, in a man's body feeling like a woman. The Bible says he, he that is born of the flesh is flesh. That is flesh. That is flesh. Jesus is suggesting or saying to Nicodemus, you need to be born again. And the man says, am I going to get back into my mother's womb and be born? Then Jesus explains, it's about the water, which is the word of God, and the spirit of God. So you have a new identity. Your identity now. You can't continue with the old identity or nature and be saved. You can't live for God being just born of the flesh. The Bible tells us that in the book of Romans chapter 8. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. But to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. They cannot. They cannot. It's not like, you know, maybe you try to reform, you know, and all of that. You can't reform it. You can't counsel the flesh. You can't cast it out either. Because it's not a devil. It's a fallen nature. It's a nature. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Let's go back to John chapter 3. Praise God. And Jesus saying, except a man be born again, born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. He cannot enter into it. So if you're in this world and you're not born again, you're not saved, you have not received Jesus as Lord, 
you are still in the flesh and you cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Some people believe that Jesus is a prophet. They believe up to the fact that he's a prophet. If you believe that Jesus is a prophet, you, you have believed enough to condemn yourself. Because the prophet must have something he's prophesying. So what did he prophesy? I'm telling you right now. Praise the Lord. So if you're not born again, you cannot see, perceive the kingdom of God. You can't even know it at all. You don't know what is in it. So the person that is not born again cannot teach the word of God. What you're doing is that you're looking at the letter of the word of God. The meaning and understanding is far from you. He that is spiritual judges all things. And he cannot be judged rightly of any man. Why? You don't understand what he's doing. One minute he seems like he's supporting what you're saying. Another minute he's not supporting what you're saying. No, another minute he's, he says something that you think is outlandish. But it's all in the word. He that is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, you must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh, or whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. You, you can't start trying to figure him out, you know, like the world trying to categorize us into things, you know, and some of them have psychologically confused themselves trying to explain spiritual things. And Nicodemus answered and said unto him, How can these things be? Jesus answered and said unto him, Are thou a teacher of Israel? And knowest not these things? This man is a rabbi. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, We speak that which we do know, and testify that which we have seen, and you receive not our witness. If I have told you earthly things and ye believe not, how shall ye believe if I tell you of heavenly things? What he's talking about up to this point are earthly things. Things that will take place here. And he said, no man hath ascended up to heaven, but he that cometh down from heaven, even the son of man which is in heaven. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the son of man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For the most popular scripture in all of Christian world, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So that's the beginning of it. You get born again. Now when you get born again, well, what happens really in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, I'm going to read from verse 13. It says, whether, for whether we be, it's for whether we be beside ourselves, it is to God. Whether we be sober, it is for your cause. It says, for the love of Christ constraineth us, because we thus judge that if one died for all, then we're all dead. And that he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, 
but unto him which died for them and rose again. We're going to come back to this because the world does not want to hear repentance. A lot of people don't want to hear the fact that you have to live for Christ. When you get born again, you have to live for him who died for you. You have to live for him, which we call living right. Living the right way, the right ways of God. Which is the reason why we're talking about renewing the mind. We do not continue in sin that grace might abound. When we make mistakes, we go to God, we ask for forgiveness, grace abounds. But we do not live in sin so that grace may abound. No. Hallelujah. And that he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. We live unto him. Amen. Our lives are being lived for him. I live for Christ. Every one of us who saved lives for God. Amen. All right. Wherefore, henceforth, know we no man after the flesh. Yet though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth know we him no more. Meaning that we're not looking at the you know, Jesus, you know, was called a carpenter, you know, but actually he was a builder, was a builder, building with wood and all of that. He was a builder, praise God. And people knew him. He said, is this not the son of Joseph and not his brothers, Joseph? You know, they, they were trying to, you know, bring him down to their level, you know, not even down to their level, below their level. When they say, who's this guy? Who does he think he is? We know him. Yeah, his sister's not here with us. This is not this guy that we used to hang around with, you know. So the Apostle Paul is trying to tell us in renewing our minds not to think the way we used to think before. Hallelujah. Not to see Jesus after the flesh, but to see him a different way. We have once known him after the flesh. Yet now henceforth know we him no more. We're now seeing him as the king of kings and the lord of lords. We're seeing him as what? The king of kings and the lord of lords. Now, he said in thinking that way, we ought to look at ourselves also in the same manner. What I mean by the same manner is that not looking at ourselves after the flesh. You know, uh, you know, you, you were, you were, you know, a lot of us, you know, some of us were um, criminals before you got saved. Henceforth, know we no man after the flesh. Some were prostitutes. Henceforth, know we no man after the flesh. Hallelujah. Now, some people out there that we see may look calm in the day, in the night they're prostitutes. Henceforth, know we no man after the flesh. We're not looking at the fact that you're carrying a Bible or whatever. We're looking at the fact of what is in the spirit of the person. Having laid down these ways of doing things, he says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, if any man be in Christ, if you are born again, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. 
Some translation says this is a new creation. A new creature. A new creature. If any man be in Christ, he may have been a homosexual before. If he gets born again, he's a new creature. It's not God that didn't make him. It's this new creature that we're talking about. All things are passed away. Meaning that the old way of life and the old cravings and all those things pass away. And somebody said, but pastor, there are some of us who have been in this lifestyle and, you know, when we got saved, this thing is still hounding us. That's what the Bible says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed, metamorphosed, changed, change in nature, change in form, a form that you have never been before. That means that if your mind is still the same, you have not transformed yet. If your mind is still thinking, oh, once a bomb, always, always a bomb. Yes, you will be, remain a bomb. But when you believe, according to the word of God, in changing your mind to agree with what God has said, the transformation takes place when you accept God's way of thinking.